Hey, what's up, everybody? It is another episode of the First with Foremost podcast. I'm Dustin. We got Andrew here. And today we actually have our first guest. Hey, guys. Today we have Joe Stavish with us. Joe, why don't you tell everybody what's up? Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. Holy shit. No problem. I'm uh, number one. I'm number one. AKA yeah. Lexi at Reset. Firsties. Yeah. And of course, right when we start, my dog wants me. It's all right. That's all right. Give him some pets. Yeah. yeah. There we go. We're dog friendly podcast over here. That's uh, right. Yeah. We're definitely dog dads. <laughs> yeah. For sure. For sure. So what's up, man? How you been? I've been good been up and down and around and uh just trying to get back into the groove of things heck yeah and uh you know so i haven't uh i haven't seen you since our last show that was pretty fun yeah yeah that was really fun that was uh pretty intense that was uh the first time we played out in 34 months because i pretty much went into a hole (laughs) it's all good man you had you had good pretenses to to go into a hole with health issues say, with the uh, family, I kind of had to take it extra serious with COVID. Yeah, so, and it's totally understandable, man. Uh, yeah. But, for the um, listener, Joe and I are in a band together called Flechette. Uh, he plays guitar, and I do as well. Joe writes all the material, though. It's fucking yeah. good. <laughs> I put everyone in a tight hallway. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like it's like going to boot camp. Not really, yeah. but it's it's fun. But I'll, I'll, fun boot camp. I'll turn like, the lights on. I'll show learning you how to play in different time yeah. signature boot camp, which I really yeah. wasn't familiar with. I had to, yeah, I definitely had to bring out my chops to join your band. It was, uh, I know that's a. I, I break guitar blow, as blow a, smoke up your bum, but no, no, you know, no, because I'm really like a Dollar Tree version of the people I respect and truly I like idolize. Um. And that works for me because I don't want to sound like I'm ripping them off or bait them. No, man. <laughs> I don't think I could if I tried. You know? It was so. super, super refreshing to come to that first jam and be like, holy shit. Like the, the, the songs you were writing were very, uh, very familiar yet fresh. And I was like, yeah, dude, this is intense. And half the chords, half the chords to half of the songs you taught me. I didn't know before I joined the <laughs> band. So it was like, uh, it was, it was just an immediate, like up on my chops, you know? So, so, you, cool. so I can thank you for all these weird chords that he brings to me. And it's like, uh, it's I've, just this. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And, and where's the, the root the tr- note to that? Okay. Like that's, I mean, it sounds cool as shit, but like, it's, you know, <laughs> it's I, about, if it's, so- if it sounds right. And if your fingers don't break trying to make that chord, can it get back there again doing it? It might take a couple tries to burn yeah. into muscle it's all memory, about but muscle memory. That's what you taught exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah. I, for sure. I think that, yeah, I think all that weird ass vocabulary started in uh, college. Um, like I got, uh, I mean, I got a guitar. I didn't start playing guitar until 97. Okay. And I, I, um, well, I, I what sucked was your, real your bad first instrument it. was drums. Drums, drums, straight. When did you start okay. playing drums? Well, not, if you want to, if you want to go back to the the Genesis edition, I would say, yeah, like the, yeah, the, the bullshit. Well, let me story let me hear been, about your first like instrument, and then we'll get to guitar. Because I know that I'm only saying this and interrupting because I know that 
your guitar playing is very informed by your drumming and sense of rhythmic exactly. style. So let's start yeah. there, Without if you don't question. mind. Um, so I think really, uh, so I was about six years old, so this would have been like an 86. Uh, my mom had me, we were just browsing around at a flea market, and I saw a drum kit and I was mesmerized like any normal child would be. And yeah. she bought it and we brought it home and they were paper heads and they f- fucking broke instantly. <laughs> oh, <snap>. and cried. <laughs> and uh, that was that. She didn't really become more ambitious to look for anything else to replace that hunger I had. Right. That thirst inside. And then she got me the hit sticks back in like 89. Okay. And then they, with the yellow tips and then they broke off and those things were fucking shot. So that was cool. And then um, I didn't get a kit kit until 93. She, my mom got a Visa gold card and I had the idea and uh, I knew a, a music shop in Altoona uh, called, I think it was called JNS music. Holy shit. I think dementia setting setting in it, JNS <laughs> JNS something. I will have to Google it. Yeah. But it was a music shop on, uh, in downtown, downtown Altoona towards like, uh, past 17th street where Kaufman's yeah. and all the other old shops used to be not by the mall, but on the other end. Yeah. On the other and end of town. With that going on. Yeah. That, that part of town right by where Hills used to be Ames mm-hmm. and Boyer candy and that, uh, it was right by there. Popcorn and, uh, and Slurpees. We, Exactly. Good stuff. Sorry. The, the hills, no, you're fine. The hills gave me the nostalgia throwback. <laughs> I know, right? Check it out. Yeah. But um, <laughs> all the memes. I, I saw they made a candle that actually smells like hills, which is oh hilarious. Because I, I remember <laughs> what the, that what does hills? Yeah, like what? Pop, what, what we go into that. Yeah, yeah smell like hesses. It smelled like hills. It smelled like it smelled like the icy machine, and it had like some kind of. The, the store smelled good. It was almost okay. like, it was cool. You know, I think back to it and it's really on par with like baseball, uh, traditional baseball stadium concessions almost. You know what I mean? Like hot dogs and that popcorn yeah. and nachos and that type. Okay. Of so they, yeah. they went for like the food court there smell. Yeah. 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 It, okay. it really, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, that's they kind of loaded you up I with mean, Slurpees, soft baked pretzels, popcorn. Yeah, it's like, and you just got in the door. I'm like, I'm trying to shop here. It, it kind of didn't make sense, but it kind of well, did. Dude, I, mean, I, I think I was, it made the kids shut up while you shopped. Yeah, and, I, I was one of the kids. Money. Yep. Yeah, same here. Same yeah. here. I'm like, I want the blue I see, and then you know, I yeah, want it blue. But so anyway, I got that kit in '93 and um, started <laughs> learning how to play. I was all self-taught, and uh, in in that in that weird aspect of that time, um, I'm right-handed and, um, but I learned how to play drums. It felt a hundred percent natural to me to play lefty. And I got ridiculed in high school pretty hard about it from, from our education, musical education side of things. And just out of pure, like you're playing it backwards. You're not supposed to, you're supposed to, I'm like, yeah, but I want to hit the snare with my right. I want to hit the kick with my left. So I, what do you, what do you want me to tell you? So I got a theory. I just, um, yeah, exactly. I'm right-handed. I write with my right hand, but I'm left eye dominant. Like I shoot a gun or like when I'm aiming at whatever, not just a gun, I don't shoot guns often, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Like that type of thing. I'm, I'm left eye dominant. So I should have, started with my left hand like should have 
wrote with my left hand. So I think that maybe why you and I are like, once I got on your wavelength with the guitar <laughs> stuff, I was like, man, there's something yeah. about this that like just feels right. And I bet that's why. Yeah. Cause so guitar I'm, was hard I'm, for me. Yeah. I'm left-handed. I write with my left hand. I do sports with my right hand and I okay. do every musical thing normal, like right-handed. Okay. Okay. So I'm all and over the place the too. I make okay. no sense. So uh, real quick, just to make sure I understood, I repeat, you are naturally left-handed though. Yeah. And I wasn't allowed okay. to play baseball as a lefty. So Why? I don't You'd have know. Been so hard to pitch to. You yeah. I got know. walked every time. Um, my dog wants to be a parrot here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just but, super weird. Yeah. <clears throat> parrot dog. Yeah, it, it's yeah, exactly. I get we're really confused. Podcast, <laughs> I get really confused Sorry. on like games, uh, like, like bar games. Like if we're playing darts or pool, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have no clue what hand to throw with. And like, I suck ah. equally at darts or like beer pong. I could throw with either hand. It doesn't matter. And I'm like kind of <laughs> the same. So I don't know. Yep. It's weird. Yeah. And one I, of my buddies, one of my brother in arms growing up in music, uh, my buddy Dallas, we we're in our first couple bands together. Um, he's lefty and he did everything righty. So yeah, he, he was kind of, he was in the same exact <clears throat> same seat as you. I feel like there's a lot of us out there. Yeah. I, well, it, yeah. It is. But I, yeah. I, I just seem to get a lot of shit about it. I was not, told, not now, not now, but yeah, I was told to pick a hand like in, in elementary school because yeah. I was writing with both. Okay. So yeah, but the ultimate, well, I mean, they Course let me play drums. Right hand writing everybody. Yeah. Not gotcha. really. Not really. I'm just kidding. Well, I, I, I was Kinda forced though. into the right hand game for, uh, for a concert band. So we, I had to play righty for them, but I played open handed. I was able to cheat a little bit. So yeah. that was cool. But yeah, so I back mean, to that. Was Sorry to interrupt, but yeah, no, I, you're fine. I do find the way that you play drums fascinating. I love it. Oh, cool. I appreciate it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was definitely a drummer first and I didn't get my first guitar till like 97. And I really, I tried, I mean, I learned music theory in high school and I applied it, but like, I just didn't have guitar chops. I didn't have like any finger chops. And then in college I had, uh, that's when I acquired my, uh, 91 Gibson and it was crazy how it happened. Uh, got my student refund. It was like 900 bucks. Hell I called yeah. the local music store down in Juniata. Um, why can't I think of the name of it for the life of me? Um, and I asked what USA guitars you got in, in stock. And he's like, I have an 89 telly. I got a 91 Les Paul studio. And I'm like, I'm going to be right fucking down there. <clears throat> and I played it and I have this huge obsession with hum. It's one of my favorite bands ever. Yeah. They are my favorite. They are my favorite band. Yeah. And it was the exact same make and model. Not as maybe his. not year, but the exact same make and model as his. And the weirdest fucking thing about that. So um, I bought, I got that guitar for, you're, you're going to be upset to hear this. I got that guitar off of him for three seventy five. dollars because That's I, so because great, I, dude. I, because I knew the guy. Well, yeah. The guy was really good friends with friends of mine. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so he hooked me up and they didn't let me pay like shelf price. He just what he got as trading he made he made nothing off of it yeah so my mom was like super happy and like she couldn't believe that i got this fucking gibson for that kind of price and uh, yeah that's great and man then, and at that place they had uh, uh a lot I of bet that thing has an, an ebony board on it 
it, the, it, those it, older, it yeah, those older ones are like yeah. uh, they call them like the poor man custom or whatever. The Actually, no, it's not 90s. ebony. It's it's rosewood. Is it it's rosewood? rosewood? The white it's one. Rosewood. I know the white ones and the black ones from back in the day have ebony. Usually, like the studios. I don't know. It's some weird weird spec change. But back, yeah. Well, ebony became, I think, not More allowed rare, to use anymore. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And then, um, then in that, that law passed in 2011 about the rosewood. You can't even leave the U.S. with Sides. that guitar now. It's bullshit. It's yeah. just horseshit. So, yeah. Um, so that I would not that I'm intending to travel the world, but I, I would be afraid of that getting seized at customs. Right. You'd so, have to get another I mean, guitar, if you had a man. That, <clears throat> yeah. Can you? Oh, you'd you know, have to get another guitar. You wouldn't want to take yeah. that thing with you anyways. No. Well, that sure. we, yeah. we all know like these musicians who just look at their guitars as tools, right? That like wouldn't even yeah. know yeah. that their guitar had an ebony board or a rosewood board or whatever and go try to like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't want to assume that everybody that tours Europe because I know they don't have like roadies and all of this shit that they would know the specs and all that i don't know but like you know what i'm talking about not everybody knows that yeah. so it's like a really strange thing no, to be seizing like especially yeah. if they're like possessions not yeah uh transactions it was it was really weird how i discovered it all because i was actually i was working in a group home agency that supports individuals with disabilities and we did uh I, 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 uh, the one individual is fascinated with woodworking. So I set up a, a huge trip to take him to Martin guitar factory. We went there and, and that's, that's a trip and a half, even though, um, uh, their guitars are way out of my price range. Right. Yeah. Like even if I had like, here's what blew my mind during that tour. They told us, um, any guitar that was under two grand was not made there. It was made in Mexico factory, which blew my mind. Like not saying I'm not, I'm not shitting on Mexican uh, craftsmanship. Right. Some, I hate to say it. Sometimes they got the Americans way beat. I mean, that's how Fender Japanese stopped. I mean, like, because they made Fender look, they made them look like asses. They, they did it way better. That's why the Vista series is God here. But yeah. uh, back to this, it was just like, so, um, <laughs> that, that, that trip was awesome. And we learned so much about the laws with wood. And right after we did that trip, we got home and then, uh, Gibson was on the news when they hit, had that huge factory raid and they raided yeah. uh, the Gibson factory. And then yep, they I remember took that way. They took every way, everyone away in cuffs and uh, interrogated them. All that crazy shit. It was just nuts over that, over, over the wood. So there you have it but but uh, so when i got this guitar uh so yeah it played itself i didn't even have to think you know it just it it just did itself it it was horseshit and uh and with me knowing a little bit of hum on guitar and also being fascinated with the song everlong and a few others and i Mm -hmm. was i was a huge fan of filter i played in drop d a lot and that's how i learned all those weird ass chords i just kept trying to just find shapes I, I understood music theory and I knew what the notes were, but I just tried to see if I could get my fingers to places that made sense. And if they made sense, then, um, excuse me, badass, you know? Yeah, man, you do a great job at writing songs on guitar. I love them. 
I tr- that's it's it's fun. It's one of my favorite things to do. I love when you're showing me a new riff and it's like, oh, this can't get any cooler. And then you're like, and then <laughs> and it, does. it does this. I'm and not I'm trying like... to sound egotistical. It's always a story. It's a, it's a story. <laughs> it is. It it's takes like, time. Yeah. We do them part by yeah. part by part. You know. Yeah. But it's and that's I think that's what uh, I love it. Songwriting. <laughs> Sometimes the the whole thing will just fly out of your ass and it will sound great. And it just puts itself together. And then there's times where you got to put yep. it away. And I wrote a song last it's week, like, vocals and all. Or, it was insane. Bam. And then other times it's going to be R.R. Martin. Yeah. You know, and the week R. before R. that. Fucking like, like, dude, dude like, the week before that, fucking... I was like, I'm, I don't know if I can write another song. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I was like, the struggle I is real. Trying to write stuff. It's, and I was like, well, no, that's too much like the song we already have. And I'm like, yeah what the fuck yeah and then i was and then i just busted one out that sounded like our band you know it was yeah that's awesome very fulfilling joe when you write stuff on guitar does it start um, like a melody in your head or does it start like with your fingers noodling away at stuff on the guitar like do you go into it with like because i know there's I, i i hear stories like there's some guitar players that say they're like whatever right like the the story of the the um uh my friends over you riff right from newfound glory like he was at a movie theater and he like was humming that riff right and like this is before cell phones so he had to like remember like he was like watching like he's telling the story like watching the movie like remembering this riff couldn't wait to get back to like put a guitar in his hands and then learn it essentially and play it and i was just like that is that's not nuts. how I fucking do things. <laughs> no. um. <laughs> I mean, occasionally you'll hear something in your head mm-hmm. and sometimes it's, I, I struggle to find it. Like, like yeah, if same. you hear like, I'm like, I can hear where that wants to go next. And then you spend 20 minutes trying to figure out exactly. No, it's not going to go from this chord to this chord or this interval to this interval. Uh, and it takes time. And I got like, I got clips I could easily just share, um, mm-hmm. like, uh, a really fucking badass uh, halftime riff I came up with last year and I could hear it in my head uh-huh. and it took me literally 25 minutes of like hunting in the jungle to find it. But I came yeah. out with it. I came out with the head. I was holding up. Like I got this motherfucker. It ain't going nowhere. I'm like, I got it. And I had to burn it into muscle memory. And then of course, what you need to do is you need to record it. So yes. Never forget. Yeah. hundred percent, man. You will come back to your guitar, to your instrument. You'll be like, how did I play that? that happens oh yeah. Where does it even start at? Yeah. Yeah. And then I know. there's dementia again, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, Andrew will bring me riffs or we're jamming or something. And I, I'm playing the root notes like in bass. Right. And I'm like, okay. And I can hear, I'm like, Oh, it'd be sick if I did that. And then I'm like, I try and do it. And he's like, yeah, don't play that. And I'm like, I know, I know that sucked. I got to fucking, I got to <laughs> let me, let me noodle around here for a second. Cause there's something cool in my head and I have to find it. And uh, cool. yeah, it fucking takes me forever too. I love because, when someone puts you in your place. Mike's uh, done it to me. <laughs> He's like, can you just end on a normal chord for once? Just, just play a fucking D. Just play yeah. a D. Play a D major for me right now. I'm yeah. like, I can't remember. And he was just like, I'm like, that's great. Yeah. So it, it's real. No, dude, don't yeah. worry. Don't worry. Sorry, about. Dustin. Follow, follow oh, dude, your it's heart, all buddy. good, man. Yeah. I, know. It's, I, I, I wish I could like flex that muscle more, or, like learn, you know, like obviously 
you know, I, I, there's a lot to be learned and I'm, I'm nowhere close to like knowing enough about the fretboard and all the same, theory behind same. it. Yeah. But I don't, I'm, I'm still I don't, learning yeah. it every day. I'm learning yeah. it every day. Yeah. But back to your question, like how does that, how do you write it? Sometimes it's hearing the thing in your head, mm-hmm. but I, I hate to say this cause it sounds so elementary. I just, I'm a, it, it, he, Andy can attest to this. I'm a huge addict of gain. I'm like, I seriously, if I could mm-hmm. own every gain pedal in the world, I would. Okay. You do. Don't yeah. lie. No. Well, I mean, I kidding. did go off the handle. I went <laughs> off the deep end in 2020 buying six gain pedals in one year. That was stupid. I'm not going to do that again. Same. That was yeah. fucking, that was stupid. But anyway. Dude, like, it was uh, awesome. But just, Don't beat yourself. But like, it, that. if you just, get, if you just get a good tone mm-hmm. and just start fucking around and just like sw- like for example i would easily write a song now if i put new strings on and put on like just a just put on a random good overdrive or a good distortion or a good fuzz or whatever it is or even like put on the microcosm get some cool clean and nice string picking i'll easily find some awesome melodies that work and then all of a sudden then i'm, I'm then i'm being fucking weird writing something in 64 Going into four four, going into five four, you know, like, and and it makes sense, but like, it's it's usually just playing around. Yeah, well, that's, I, I, I mean, that's, no, that's that's not. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, that again, that's like, if if you guys were like, you need to write a song, I would be like, cool, everyone, leave me alone for two hours. Like, I need yeah, to sit here and tough. just like grab that's a really guitar, tough. mess with and, stuff. Yeah, and I'm gonna push that's a tough. whole bunch of buttons. I do on... a little bit of both, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's hard to force a diamond. I mean, you can. Yeah. Yep. You can sit there and be like, let's say you find two great parts, and it's just missing that transition, that mm-hmm. bridge, that connecting part, just you know, from Lego to Lego. Uh, sometimes you could you could force that out and yeah. sit there and think, and and the great thing is having uh, someone with you with that kind of pressure yeah they could be quickly quality testing you like get that get that get out of it get, yeah get or that. you know or so many what, times what it's here? like it's too slow or it's too fast like yo play that faster and then you do and you're like oh that's different yeah. and better and maybe that works exactly. or something you know yeah, yeah just changing like, the feel the speed mm-hmm. sometimes you play stuff faster or slower it's like holy shit this really hits harder you yeah. start bobbing your head and just like yep shit's on you know yeah, or absolutely. just playing it like more dancey or more driven, like or just more like you know, let, no, let's let's bob our heads and give me a wine cooler, let's dance to this, like you know, yeah, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's cool, but it's uh, it's just <laughs> it's about having fun, and if you're not having fun, go back to the drawing board. I mean, there's people that can play thirty second notes and shred all this Lydian scale and all this other fancy shit, and that's cool. But uh, I usually I usually just sit there and try to let something happen out of fun and what sounds or feels right at that moment. Hell yeah. yeah. But there's times where you hear something or stuff or, of course, like the greatest artists, uh, they steal. You could sometimes like, man, that's so badass. If I could just morph that and make it my, like, you know, you could be, you could be a thief, too. I mean. We're, we're all thieves at the end of the day. We're all influenced by something. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. No doubt about you it. You know, I always sure. write stuff and I'm like, uh, I don't know if that's too much like something else, but it doesn't feel. Oh, right. yeah, absolutely. I need that's to make why, this that's why little bit like, uh, you know, 
bring another element into this so it's it doesn't make me feel that way you know for sure and a lot of times i can't put my finger on what it is that it reminds me of you know what i mean but i'm like this this reminds me of something that yeah you know new direction and exactly and there's the things that i think as we grow older me being at the age of 42 you take those amazing parts that really influence you and you just put them in a time capsule and collect them. Yeah. Let that influence you as you grow. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. And and you have them like almost there as like, you know, little things to like pull from, like when you're, you know, writing songs or whatever. And you're like, you know, this is actually giving me this vibe. And, uh, I know what that sounds like and I know how to play that song and I'm going to give it a little, just a little kiss towards it. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I always do it's it. Funny. With, it's it'll, it'll chase you from childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It definitely will. I hear things now that I'm like, oh, that's where I get that thing. Like it's just ingrained yeah. into my subconscious. Like, yeah. <clears throat> you know, stuff from childhood. Especially, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think growing up uh, as a kid in the '80s, there was so much so much to take from like my mom was really raising me on a ton of Motown and R and B, but at the same time, pop and new wave was just always on the television and like uh, night tracks and MTV. And it was just like, there was so, and then by the late eighties, it was all hair metal. So it was just like, like you felt like a confused, you know, a confused child just trying to figure out like what's, but then it all made your heart sing, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That that was, that was a wild, like, generation of music because you're right man it, it was, was all it was over the place crazy vast crazy yeah. vast compared to now same with the <laughs> i always bitch at Tracy, the 90s like, uh, were that way too same with movie making they took chances <laughs> yeah <laughs> they took chances in the 80s and uh now it's like it's the same regurgitated ideas oh, and absolutely no dude because and it's, because it sucks yep and and back then you know that i don't know what i don't know what the situation was but like there, there, it seemed like the body of people that said no to fucking everything like they do now yeah, yeah, wasn't there. It was just like, if you knew someone and you could find funding, like let's roll yeah. with it. Let's make this super fucking weird movie. Yeah. And yeah, no I'm glad so many of them exist. And the premises to some of these movies are like, like you just boil it down to something and you're just like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Like, Okay. All right, like Roadhouse yeah. or something. You know, you're just like there's a there's yeah. a guy that's a bouncer and he's really good. He's really good. That's and, it. Uh, yeah, really hold good. It's <laughs> kicking the shit out of people, man. Exactly. Yeah. And he's gonna fuck up Brad Wesley. <laughs> yeah, he's he's if it takes that whole town to go down, Brad Wesley's gonna lose. And Absolutely. I man. remember it like yesterday. Yeah. But Dalton. But <laughs> like um, uh, last weekend. Uh, I've been watching like a lot of eighties just to like kind of boost my mood and, uh, just reminisce, reminisce stuff with my mother. Cause I just lost her about a month ago. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Uh, it was like, I appreciate it, man. Condolences. So, uh, no, I've told you that. I appreciate it. 10 times over, know. but you know, it's okay. But, um, last weekend HBO max has been killing it with like eighties movies. They've been killing it. Uh, they had the last dragon on there. Oh, <laughs> sweet. Was, like, which was just like crazy. I mean, and it was awesome too. Cause there's a lot of Motown influences going into that with like Barry Gordy and DeBarge 
but then we also watched uh, we watched Mannequin, which is like I'm a man, a guy who creates a mannequin that comes to life and he falls in love with her. Like yep. that's just like yeah, you know how much cocaine it took to come up yep. with that idea, but it fucking worked. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. And Kim Cattrall was gorgeous. Holy shit! <laughs> like, dude, she's like, she's not doing good by Sex in the City compared to Mannequin. I'm sorry. Like, don't give me no. She's gorgeous all the time, but I'm just saying, like, whole, I forgot she's yeah, peeking, uh, peeking in Mannequin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apex. Yeah, definitely Apex <laughs> moment. That was her. Yeah, it was probably downhill after Big Trouble in Little China, but again, another <sighs> yeah. crazy far fetched movie, man. Like that thing, that's a cult classic for me, and I'll never let it go. Dude, how many but movies are inside that movie? Exactly, like, th- three full movies are in that exactly. movie, plus like yeah. at least eight little like B sections. I forgot the dude from fucking Police Academy was in it. He's a security yeah. guard. Yeah. The guy who's Lieutenant Harris, uh-huh. Dart, like that yeah. dude's in there. He's like he's trying to hunt down uh, Andrew. Uh, what's his name? The the, the 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 male lead role. But like it's crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, for sure. It's good stuff. I know I'm going into the weeds, but like back in the eighties, <laughs> good fine, man. Gone, man. Yeah, and it was vast and uh, and like I said, I think growing up, you just take those nuggets with you. I took Motown and pop and dance music with me through the eighties and soul music. And then by the nineties, uh, it was obviously grunge and like, you know, like I, I was probably, and also a shit ton of punk all about bad religion, no effects. I mean, we did our early shit too, with like angry Samoans and then into your op Ivy and then you get into your squad territory and, and then, but like, but rock was probably another nuggets that just really stayed with me was obviously filter smashing pumpkins, the Foo fighters hum was the biggest, um, and then things got crazy during the 2000s. And I think that's where I, unfortunately, my playing really likes to stay at. <laughs> that's you fine, know? man. I don't know. It feels like it, it feels like that way. It still feels if, fresh, though. That's I don't. I, that's good. That's I don't good. know. Yeah. It, it's good. your style. Where I hear specifically others, that yeah. makes it feel fresh where you, you view it as this like time period piece. I view it as like. Oh my God, that is very refreshing because I haven't heard something in that vein in a while. In a while, yeah. Yeah. But then I, I, I laugh when I hear others like, oh, he, he never left 2002, 2003. I'm like, I guess I didn't. But I'll take the tonal aspects of, of today. I mean, so what, are, so what are some yeah. bands that were like heavy rotation in the early 2000s for you? Like, probably all over the place. Um, okay. But probably, um, like when I think of college, it was a shit ton of Hey Mercedes, a shit All ton right. of Hum, a shit ton of uh, Shiner, Dismemberment Plan, No Knife, huge No Knife fan, probably my second most favorite. They're really kind of tied with Hum, but No Knife, uh, Sunny Day Real Estate, massive. I can't wait to see them come April. That's going to be yep. fucking great. That's that's going to be, I can't, first time in like 23 years. I saw Sunny Day with uh, Mike and other friends. And older bandmates, uh, we saw them in DC open, uh, not open, uh, no knife open for sunny day, but it, it was just magical. Rising tide tour, it was 2000. Ooh, wow, it was 2000. that would have been magical. that would have been awesome, man. Yeah, really. They fucking opened with killed by an angel, game Ooh. over, game over. Holy shit. Slam. And we were laughing too because as dr- for drummers, uh, I, I never got to ask him. Uh, but I'm pretty sure William Goldsmith was playing rides as crashes. Like 
they were like, they were easily fucking 22s. Easy. They might have <laughs> been 24s. They were fucking, they were Independence Day saucer UFO ships. <laughs> like, they were just hover, uh, hovering over two White Houses, and he just fucking laid into it. it yeah. Was, it was glorious. It was That's great. That's awesome. It's good stuff, dude. It's good stuff. That guy rolls. Oh, he's he's a monster, dude. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, I can't get enough of him. He's just I know. like I get I, love I, it. I, I get blisters just watching him fucking throw down. Mm-hmm. He's on another level, hard. dude. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, Joe, uh, I was gonna ask you, because I actually don't know, what what was your first band, man? And my and, first band and how many bands have you been in between that band and my band with you? Um, or our band rather your a, band a, 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 a couple i'm not like even i've been playing music a long time i wouldn't call myself a crazy experience it was it was a punk band in the in the 90s with my buddy luke uh brannigan and dallas zimmerman and um it was very in the like luke was definitely ramones i was obviously listening to way too much bad religion and we, that's really no such thing but um and dallas Dallas just supported us, you know. Uh, he he just he he was he's a great musician, still is. He's ridiculous, uh, ridiculous songwriter. And uh, that was in the '90s. That's when I had my Weezer Blue drum kit from J and S Music Mart. Is I think the name of the fucking place from by an Altoona. Altoona, but, um, yeah, yeah. And then, I don't know, uh, but I remember got, you saying about it. And then I we're I was in another. Yeah. It's cool. And uh, I didn't realize I was in this conversation. My bad. No, you're fine. Dude. You're <laughs> fine. I apologize. That's a, that's a problem about like all this uh, in the room. It's so much easier, but this shit's still really cool. This is awesome to be able to do this from afar. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so like, I think uh, after that, it was a rock band that was very go, go, go with uh, because of Foo Fighters, the, uh, the color and the shape. Uh, a band called Fairway with Dallas again. And it was very rock oriented. Um, not punk, but it was very rocking. And, and, uh, and your drums in these first two bands? <clears throat> yes. I'm okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, I didn't good. know. I really didn't know how to play a guitar then. And then in 97, I finally got a guitar. And yep. uh, actually, which is funny, Andy, that music man that's I use in our band is actually from the fucking Fairway band. <laughs> That's awesome. And um, that is so uh, awesome. like it, it, if we talk about music scenes from my experience, it was um, I started going to shows in Altoona in like 95 down at the YWCA. And um, that amp used to belong in a band that played down there called Tucker. So it just has this crazy local history. And I just like I bought it off of him in 03 after I got that Gibson in, in 02. And I just kept it in the family. Just kept it. I'm never giving that up. That amp will leave me. When Dude, I'm it rips. Deceased. Yep. It, rips. it really it's, rips. It's dark. It's loud. It's got tone. It's it's great. It records well. It's fantastic. Yeah. Cuts well. It it'll never get harsh because of its darkness. You could put the most harshest distortion. It'll still make it chill the fuck out. <clears throat> so is that the first band you the first band you play guitar in was with the Les Paul and and that music man in in Jersey. But okay. uh, the bands after that would have been so Fairway for about like a year or two, and then. Probably the band I played without question the most in, well, I guess arguable, um, is that the Alan Smithy project with Mike okay. in Johnstown. And we played a ridiculous amount of shows from like 99, 2000 till like uh, end of 2002, 
early 2003 in the Johnstown scene. Okay. And that's when I really became in love with the Johnstown scene. Uh, and those drums like, three, in that years. too. I drummed in that. Okay. And then, uh, did Mike play electric guitar in that? Yeah, he played that same Jaguar. <clears throat> that's fucking that's what awesome. Kinda, that's what like was making me feel really good about this whole experience of being in a band with him again. Like, yeah. I haven't seen him hold that Jaguar in 20, well, not 20, but like 18 years. You yeah. know what I mean? That um, is awesome. And it was though, just, man. But I didn't see I I know you guys have told me I wasn't this a, stuff, but it really didn't sink I in, wasn't maybe. A I yeah. I wasn't a guitar nerd yet, and I didn't realize that his Jag was a Japanese Fender Jag. Yeah. And when I realized that, I'm like, dude, do you understand? <laughs> going being a nerd here, going in the weeds, I'm like, do you understand? You have like the best neck that's mi- that 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 Fender ever made. Like the Japanese necks, or I mean, some people say the '66 or whatever. Like you know, you'll have the Chateau '68. You know, uh, smug <laughs> yeah. people like, no, I think the '66 neck is thinner and more. Uh, like sure, but uh, the the Jap, I mean, Jap- the Japanese got shut down for a reason, dude. I know I said it earlier, but they made fantastic guitars. Yeah. And uh, it looks like they like still they do. Made, they st- yeah, they still do. Yeah. <clears throat> the Japanese know what they're doing. Those J- but, that uh, JV series, man. Yeah. Uh, that uh, Shoreline Gold Telecaster. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Been looking at that. <laughs> but uh, so I was in a band thunder. with him. It, it, yeah, I know. They make great stuff. I know. But uh, he he rocked that jag, uh, and I was in a band with them till about end of O two. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Now I remember the the last show we played was in Altoona that ended up in a actual a band fight, band brawl. Oh, was, oh wow! Not not like not us. It was us. It was not like us, in, but like it was our band fighting another mm-hmm. band, which was funny. Excuse me. But uh, so uh, now it's our last show. And then I, I started uh, a brand new Jersey with uh, my local friends, Josh Reese and uh, Mikey, AKA Diego. And uh, we played, that's why I, we, we were a band technically longer. So Oh three playing Johnstown and anywhere that would have us till Oh nine. And um, I was going to say, very, that was all guitar for because me. that was my we, first, that was my yeah. guitar debut. Okay. Before you and I became friends. Uh, like before we were in a band together, yeah, we would have crossed passing. Yeah, y- yeah. I mean, I know I saw a brand new Jersey multiple times. I just, you know, you were one of the older kids in Johnstown, and I was an yeah. out of town kid that was just coming to the shows. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna. By that time, I was in my mid twenties to probably right. late twenties. Right. And uh, yeah. So where where was... were you playing at in uh, Johnstown at the time? Cause that was probably like, I was probably still living in Pittsburgh before I moved back home. Like, Which band would you like Jersey or the Jersey? Smithy? Yeah. Let's, let's call Jersey it let's say the Jersey band. I'd say by Jersey timeline, I think, well, I mean, I, I really truly feel like the heart of Elton where all the shows always used to go down was, mm-hmm. uh, was, uh, in Johnstown was at the Elton community center yep. and that, and that was home. And eventually they stopped renting that out due to punks damaging, the you know the property they would damage the ceiling tile or fuck up the bathroom and sorry you know even if you paid the dark well it was you uh, let's <laughs> let's have a talk after this but no it's okay it's like i mean all good things have endings but um after elton stopped i mean they started having shows at the salix log cabin uh geist town fire hall was booming yeah oakland it was always yep. fire halls yeah like, you know yep. occasionally maybe a vfw 
but it was always like these cool DIY scenarios. But I've been in those situations playing DIY where I've played almost in every weird ass situation. We yep. played in front of a Alan Smith. He played in front of a a CD store, um, uh, in Somerset before on a sidewalk. That's like, awesome. Before. And uh, which was crazy. And like it was, I've I played the weirdest fucking shit. And I don't care. I like like even even the time when. I mean, we'll, we can get into like favorite shows or favorite times that we played, but um, but I'm trying to think of other places in Johnstown. It was like well, no, I, the, I, 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 the good seed, the, yeah, the, 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 the like at the cafe. Um, I'm uh, I'm I'm there with was, you, man. It was kind of like I I was kind of asking that to I see where like, have you. Was it the fire hall like scene? Because that's probably that's what I was thinking. Like I grew up pretty close to the Geistown one nice. and i used to go to all those shows i mean i went to the elton shows too um i remember just like even if we didn't know any of the bands you would just go that was like what you did you like figured out a way to get there and just yeah. fucking went and uh i remember i i mean i was at some of like again we would just i would just show up right and i'm like oh yeah. fuck this is like a hardcore punk band and like we would have fun and shit but like i remember being like I don't know how long you're going to keep doing this. If they keep booking bands like this, you know, exactly because it was, a, that's a, the the beauty about, I think that that scene. And I'm so glad to be, to have been a part of it. I'm not saying it's, it's like gone. It's, it's, it's had its ups and downs yeah. of frequency. Uh, but like, it's, uh, it was always a melting pot of style. Yeah. And yep. There was like, that's what I was, love about it, man. And uh, to it be, was very I don't think people awesome exactly. I don't, to be a, a young kid going people, to that kind of thing. Right. When Alan Smithy played Kids Danced, um, when Rusty Knife, I say it like Rusty Knife, when the punk band Rusty Knife played. That's not um, a knife. It's yeah, a rusty that's knife. A, that's, a, that's a rusty knife. <laughs> and people trashed the bathroom <laughs> and it was bloody murder. And it was cool. Uh, except for the damages but like uh and then you had like you know you'd have like tiger army come and play yeah and then you'd have like and then like even like there's all and we would get lucky even getting bands coming there to get them to play like we had mock orange fucking come to elton to play. yeah no shit I was, mock yep. orange like they are like yeah that is they're, 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 that's awesome yeah and we actually alan smithy wrecked we uh we rolled our van that night on the way to the show. Mike oh, and Matt shit. were super injured, and they still fucking played because they knew how much I loved the oh, band. Oh shit! I felt so bad. They're they're true. Oh man, they're, they're, they're sweethearts. But uh, but like you'd have Mock Orange come there to play. Um, you'd have like Copeland, yeah, come play Geist Town for God's sakes. Uh, like all these awesome bands, like like bands you just you didn't think would do. Like Kofax played. Kofax was signed on Vagrant and they played Oakland. I mean, uh, the plain white tees played Oakland. Like, like they didn't write. Hey, Hey Delilah yet. But yeah. They yeah, were yeah. There. No, I remember they were really cool that's, dudes. That's I when mean, I started really sweet. being aware really nice. of what you guys were doing up here. Cause yeah. I was so young at that point. I mean, yeah, but like, that's when I was aware of like, Oh, there's like actual shows in Johnstown too. Not just these random ones. And, at Chevy yeah. Chase or whatever, like these kids are yeah. doing it. And in then that's, that's, well. that's I'm leaving out Indiana, like Chevy Chase in Indiana, and then Altoona. 
it seemed like when you would play Altoona, fights would happen. I'm not yeah. shitting on the Altoona scene, but like Alan Smithy got into a fight. Jersey almost got into a, uh, into it with some neo Nazis in 05 at the Lions Den. Uh, like it, it always seemed like ba- bad people were always coming around. But I mean, like there was good people at the show. Uh, the you know the promoters were nice. It wasn't like you know it's just the luck of the draw. Yeah, it just yeah, yeah. Like trouble, like the hang- trouble hung around and out tuna more. I seemed at least, yeah. Or they were looking for shit to do, but it was good and it worked and it was fun and but like Altoona, like Johnstown, Indiana, um, all all the DIY kind of scenarios, you know, between VFWs, um. Seward played uh, played some awesome shows at the Seward VFW. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> uh, awesome. And uh, and then occasionally you'd get you'd get lucky to play some bigger places like, uh, but like uh, I mean, Alan Smithy did get to play the Metro once in Pittsburgh, and that was probably the most intense show I've ever played. That's awesome. second most intense show. That was nuts, but that was cool. But yeah, but I mean those kind of places. Hell yeah, yeah dude. Who'd you play Around with at the at the Metro? Um, it was a group of bands. It was okay. I think it was a battle. If I understood it correctly, it was a battle of the bands. Okay. Um, but it was packed. Yeah. And even though no one knew who the hell we were, we were really well received, uh, or at least I felt that from the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, again, I was judged uh, from the sound guy for you, know, you have to fucking drum left-handed. Now I got to switch the fucking kit around. I'm like whatever, buddy. I'm like, like your I'm like, fucking I'm, job. Just take yeah, two like, seconds and exactly. do it. Exactly. Well, keep each mic, you know, three, four fingers from the. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> like I'll fucking help you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but anyway, but it, it, you know, it is what it is. It was. It was cool. It's. It's been real. It's been fun. But. uh yeah, those are the kind of places playing around, like in Central PA, you know. That's yeah, that's awesome, man. That's cool. You were part of that scene, man. Because I mean, that's again. I mean, I'm two years younger than you, and I was, you know, two years behind. I, I wasn't in a band until I don't know, probably like whatever. I'm gonna say like 2005 or six, maybe okay. something like that when I started. Um, and I mean, I went to all those shows and probably saw you and just was like, you know, I mean, I used to follow like, <laughs> J- like Justin around from like whatever band he was in. I was just yeah. like, Oh cool. Cause I would like hang out at the fucking tattoo shop and, cool. yeah. and, and just be like, when are you playing again? And he would just tell me and I'd be like, cool, I'll be there. Like, I yeah. don't give a shit who's fucking playing. I, so I know. Cause just, I, I think like Justin, you're talking about last hope, Justin, right? Yeah. 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 They're like, uh, yeah, we played with them a, a fucking ton of times. I mm-hmm. would always laugh about how loud the AC thirties were. Oh, dude. Know, because, it's, they're because still like, doing it. Like, do you, do you, I always like, are you trying to make the AC 30 stack him as tall as Justin is? Cause he's like fucking Shaq over here. Cause like, I mean, I feel like that's the objective and yeah. I don't know if I can hear chippy anymore in the kit because like, <laughs> but it's crazy shit, you know? Yeah. It, it, true stuff. You know, <laughs> decibels are real yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> I've lost my I've lost my hearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, there is like but, I just remember looking at the the base rig for the last hope, being like Jesus, like oh yeah, dude, it's huge, man. Yeah. I don't. It was like multiple eight tens, I believe. It's like 
but it also yeah, always you, sounded when, wonderful like you know yeah it was a reason they when played you st- a fuck ton of shows yeah <laughs> when you stand by an 810 your back hurts just looking at it you know mm-hmm. like you can just feel that weight like i never really saw like an 810 i don't mean to go down a, a rabbit hole like oh let's talk about back pain from music instruments but like uh Back in like oh three, I saw the Mercury program, and their basses had like an old school seventies two best VT, and he had the eight ten, and you like it rumble, it like it was just like gut therapy. It just yep. it shook, it vibrated the shit out of you, which was actually kind of felt good. It was like relieving, yeah. And uh, it was it was amazing, but like seeing him try to get that into Mister Roboto and out, it was just like. I could feel like he needed a physical therapist <laughs> and same with uh, the dude from tabula. He had an eight by 10 and that thing looked like it was drug eight years. And it was, and I'm sure it was because like, you know, you'd have to be fucking Hercules to really get that safely in and out without scuffing it. Shit's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I miss give all those people around. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I never had one. I never did it. I mean, I've, I've helped bands load shit in that have had them. And every time I'm just like, like a 410 is okay here you know like it'd yeah. be fine <laughs> yeah. it'd be fine you yeah. know if you I had one like... for like two years tops yeah before i was like oh. this is for the birds yeah like true true story i'll, I'll, I'll talk enjoy eight tens at a far with other bands like that's that was my thought when i sold it i'm like but i can't i can't continue to carry this thing in my <laughs> fucking yeah. track or whatever i was driving at the time oh yeah it was yeah. like the gr- the whole fucking gross vehicle weight just that thing going in there <laughs> yeah needed yeah. to like add leafs to the fucking suspension so it wouldn't yeah. bottom it out yeah sometimes it's about how it sounds sometimes it's about ego so yeah. to oh, talk 100%. some shit to talk some shit years back it was actually at, at elton there was a band from altoona i don't care if he fucking comes and finds me uh, the band was called, the band was called Gage, and the dude worked out a music emporium, and their band came up. I was like, oh, cool, we're gonna see what the music emporium guy has, you know? Like, he brought four, I repeat, fucking four Marshall Mode fours, and it was just for him. And the bass, it was like a two ten bass, and they all covered the drums. You couldn't hear anyone else but the dude. The, the guitars wow and we were just like we were trying so hard not to laugh at him because we we're yeah. trying to be respectful but like you you that was the biggest display of ego i've ever seen in my life like four fucking tubed half stacks four half stacks like really two two yeah. fools yeah but like he had him set up like you know like i'm like dude you're not fucking frank black so stop it's like you're not the pixies and he didn't sound like the pixies but like I think I think for Frank, does he use like three? I think he uses like two or three. I'm not he uses sure. A lot. I, I've all of those bands use a ton <laughs> of amps, man. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Crazy. But like, like we're talking about the Elton, like th- this yeah. isn't a big stage, man. Like, no, I yeah. know. Okay, I know. and well, yeah. and you let know, like, the drums be heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other thing was back then. It, it, I do remember being like everyone was like you need you need this man you're gonna need it and like let's be honest man i fucking didn't have money to have multiple rigs depending on where i was playing right so like i just remember i bought the biggest shit i could afford and lucky for me 
back then it was it was a 410 and like a decent ampeg bass head right like it wasn't fucking nice. crazy but like yeah. if i had more money i don't know man i might have fucked fucked around and ended up with a fridge exactly yeah but um at, at, at the same point like i remember people telling me like oh you're gonna have to like you're playing outdoor at that show like oh you're never gonna hear anything and it, that was never true you know it was yeah. always like it was just fine so yeah um but yeah that's, that's true it can carry it, it's it's like those fucking music store guys and those you know elitists or whatever back then like you didn't have instagram and the internet and podcasts where people were like showing you a million ways to make a different sound you just had to like kind of figure it out you know yeah. a, a yeah. lot of people didn't dive that deep into it you know what i mean yeah it's crazy too. I'd always get blown away when bands would show up with like like small gear. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah like, I love yeah. that. I'm like, oh, what, are, uh, what kind of weird shit are they gonna play? Yeah, yeah. Bear versus Bear, Bear versus Shark played at, at the mm-hmm. Oakland Fire Hall. Oh, no, not Oakland, Geistown Fire Hall, and they just had like hot rod deluxes. It's yeah. just like one each and they carried like, well, let's be real. Like everyone needs to stop assuming just because it's a one twelve, it's quiet. Right. That thing is ridiculous. It yeah. can easily drown yeah. a kid. I without, never turn my effort. amp off at like three at practice. When it's ear bleeding, it's at three. Yeah. It's three, yeah. I know, and everyone's yeah. like, Can you turn that uh, down? And like you yeah. can't. No. Right. That's where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like a, another band uh, at seven oh nine. Dude had like a Mason Mark five, one twelve, and I'm telling you, you could hear from seven to nine down to the post office. Yeah, and like it was, and it's so small, it's just like a little box. Yeah, and that thing crushed <laughs> and carried. And then you know that's the fun thing about about gear. It's I, I like being overwhelmed by something small. Like I, yeah. I dig that too. Like don't get me wrong, I like it's cool if it's big, but you know, it's it's amazing when uh, when you see a small amp carry. So it's all mighty, you know. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's cool shit. I agree, man. I agree for sure. I root for the underdog. Yeah. Uh, I root for that we, little amp. I went and saw um, John Snodgrass at Club Cafe in Pittsburgh recently. And cool. uh, he's, he's like old school musician guy. I, I, I don't know, like Drag the River is probably like the most famous band he's been in. But anyways, um, it was a, kind of a super weird show. But long story short, like he was the guitar player for like three of the bands that night. And just had like a tiny little fucking 110 Fender combo thing. No, like a a fucking uh, uh, tuner pedal. Then that was it. And was like getting all these tones, playing shit without a pick, like doing. And you're just like, you just sit there and watch and you're just like, fuck, man, that guy like knows what the fuck he's doing. He, he like, he has figured out how to tour with that guitar and that tiny little fucking box. He plays a telly. Right? Out, yeah. Uh, he, no, he was playing, um, a, uh, like a, uh, Jaguar, like the oh, Kurt okay. Cobain guitar. That's little, sick. Yeah. Yeah. Super sick, man. And like, it, it's crazy getting, getting like crisp, clean, beautiful, clean tones. And then he'd fucking dig in and you're like, that sounds fucking great too. So yeah. because how because how dynamic the the amp is. Yes. I, yep. I get I get mad at some of uh, uh some of the musicians I have huge respect for. Like I said earlier, one of my one of those ones that was like a staple for me was Hey Mercedes. Mm-hmm. And also any anything really that Bob Nana has done from Braid to Hey Mercedes, the city on film and everything else. Yeah. But he's and, and it's just regular solo stuff. But um 
one time on an IG live and I think it was in 2020, he was doing Q and a, just like letting people talk to him and ask questions. And I'm a huge sucker for his tone on all the Hey Mercedes records. That's like the alpha <laughs> of like overdrives, you know? Yeah. Like you made me obsessed with it, man. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, 11, like, yeah. Anything from like, yeah, you know, I'm, you know where I'm going. So oh, yeah. Uh, when I asked him, like, I'm like, so what drives like were you about back then? He's like, and what pedals do you use? He's like, I just use a tuner and occasionally a tremolo and whatever the amp's going to give me. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what? I'm like, he's like, and he went into like, well, when you get like a great drive out of the orange, what else do you need? And I'm like, yeah. man, he's looking like a true fucking prophecy. Like, cause like it's, it's really, and then. Back in the Altoona days, uh, this amazing prog metal uh, band uh, in the 90s called Coin Monster. They were fucking amazing. That dude had hands. What a great name, dude. Such a fucking good name. It is a great name. And their shirts were always badass, too. They're they're a badass fucking band. I'll say Say it again. Coin Monster. Coin Monster. Oh, yeah. We asked him, like, because that name was so unique. And he said it was... uh, he heard it because someone gave uh, this machine in the arcade. Pinball. Oh, I check out that say. one, man. That, that one's real fucking coin monster over there. You'll never <laughs> stop playing. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, wow, that's a really cool way to yep. take that name. I was going to say um, arcade slang. But uh, John John Ryder is a ridiculous guitarist from, I think, they were from Newcastle. I think he's out of Pittsburgh now ridiculous guitarist but uh he used to play a mesa rectifier i think it was mm-hmm. a rectifier and out of just two cabs yeah and, and back then being in the 90s being a drummer i didn't know shit about guitars he only had this small little box and he would just step on it and it was the game over distortion that you dreamt of and i didn't know what it was but obviously back back then and he came clean about it because i i thought like what distortion box what were you using man yeah he just he's like it's just foot switch just foot switch i just use what's coming out of the amp i'm like yep my god give the amp a chance give the amp a chance yeah hell yeah hell yeah it's funny because all we're saying is give the amp a chance give the amp a chance i i know like i'm maybe i'm wrong here but like you were asking that thinking like Whatever box yeah. he says, I'm fucking getting it, and I'm gonna exactly. get that tone. Exactly. And it's not what you want to hear when it's like, dude, exactly. no, it does didn't matter. There wasn't whatever a magic Bob, box. Exactly. Whatever Bob Nana would have even said on that IG live, I'm like, I'm gonna place an order today. And you had reverb like, on another give... tab already ready to go. You're like, I'm fucking. When he told one. exactly, when he told me a tuner and a tremolo, I'm doing like, like he can't see me making his face. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, thank God this wasn't in person. <laughs> Because I'd be like, what the fuck are you saying, man? A tuner and a tremolo. I'm like, this is like peanut butter and jelly. I want, I, yeah. yeah, this is a boring ass meal. I want some goddamn tone. I'm like, but the tone's in the amp, you idiot. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I get it now. Hey, you man, toast cool. the bread first, you know? No like, shit. All right. <laughs> a toasted, a toasted <laughs> deli sandwich is better than a regular fucking yeah. deli sandwich. I get it now. It's, it's it's crazy. It's the simple things, and it's it's awesome. And like uh, listening to uh, speaking of like uh, of other people that I just crave their tones and want to know what they used and what they did, and some of it gets cra- crazily like 
mythical of what they used mm-hmm. uh when you go to the internet and you have like what's the name of that site that even shows what the rumors of what they used i can't remember that site oh um it's like the the gig rig or mm, gear gig rig or something yeah like one time we saw death cab and i didn't know my amps super well yet but i'm 99 percent certain um like ben gibbard was using a silver tone because mm-hmm. the thing okay. looked like a it looked like a radio it right. looked like an old 50s radio yeah and i once i saw what the silver silver tone 14 uh was it 1480 80 whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. um that one that everybody's that, making that, a I knew over. It was that, that is it that exactly yeah now yeah uh, yeah, yeah, it was that exact one. Yeah, because uh, uh, numerous uh, J J nah, J H S made a pedal out of it, the twin, the silver twin silver twelve thing. Twin twelve, I don't know. Um, whatever it's called, it's something twelve. Wade I think. from then, Migrations um, got that one recently. I remember just yeah, seeing that yeah, and, and that's being from like, Jackson Audio. Oh yeah, that, I've seen those. And that's like a weapon that Queens used, I believe, as well, because I think it was in Eric Valentine's notes, but uh you would find out stuff, but then I would, I would be like, well, I was there. I know what I saw. I saw him alternate between two fender bullets. I repeat two, like, well, not fender, but squire bullets. Then you had, what's his name? The other dude from uh, death cab, Chris Walla. He was like, he was Chicago music exchange, 20 grand of shit on, on the right side of just like <laughs> changing guitars almost in between parts of songs, not just every song. Yeah. It was like, and it was like really hot, like, you know, again, Chalato 68, like, you know, sommelier type of great shit. And then, yeah, but then you got, but then some stuff, like when I took into the, like, into the internet, trying to figure out like hums tone and Matt Talbot's like tones, it was just like, they would say it was between the distortion feedbacker, the boss distortion feedbacker. And then I think they got sued because the name and they had to change the name to the super feedbacker distortion. Okay. But, uh, but then when he was interviewed, uh, not that long ago in 21, I think on by the, the head dude of Shiner does a podcast called third gear scratch, really great podcast. And he interviewed hum uh, or Matt Talbot about, about the hum recordings. And he said like, again, the, the the magic was pushing the amp for, until it was like inches from death. Like yeah. he wanted it to sound like it was laboring. Yeah. And that was like the magic of how, you know, but it wasn't really like a certain magic dirt box. It was just pushing that amp to the brink of destruction, you know? He wanted uh, to make it sound yeah. like it was on the verge of collapsing. And that's I what, mean, the, that's what you prefer an astronaut is. That's what that distortion. It sounds like that amp is going to fucking explode. Like back to the future when the speaker goes and it shoots uh Michael J. Fox back. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that scene, man. <laughs> it's epic. Yeah. It, it's truly epic. Oh, so great. It's the same. Everyone's chasing, you know, um, what's his name's tone from Caius from those, like that first album. Absolutely. And, and it's the exact same thing. And it turns out like, it's just some shitty PV fucking thing well, or something. Well, there's the PV decade. And then there's yeah. another one from, uh, it's black and yellow. Why can't I think of the name of it? The dude from YouTube, uh, living room gear demos. Yeah. 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 Absolute phenomenal channel. The Absolutely. Dude is yeah. Amazing. He is seriously the spirit of, homies like playing and tones mm-hmm. um and he nailed it with uh it's a black and yellow amp why can't i think of the name of of it for the life of me uh, black and yellow hmm. i don't know man i can't but, think of a black uh, and yellow one 
Black and gold, Marshall. Bo- That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. It's a fucking Wiz Khalifa, yo. It's a Wiz Black and yellow, black and <laughs> yellow. Lights are going off. But like even that, man, there's so much like you go on the forums and there's there's people arguing like, yeah, that's what he just said in an interview. But actually, when they record it, it's like, you know what? I, like nobody probably knows except for them, obviously. But the, but the yeah, thing is, is he, like, went, he went postal when Eric Valentine did a very detailed video about songs for, for that record for songs for the deaf. Like, it was yeah, just, you know, he was a complete dick about it. I mean, I've lost a lot of respect for Hami because he's. He is a dick, but uh, man, he's a he's a crazy, uh, crazy player. Super crazy. Ma- Maz like- valve, Maz valve, real tube overdrive. It's, okay. a, uh, it's by by tube, by tube works. Tube works. Okay. It's, um, okay. It's a real shitty amp, and he nails. It's real. It's like it's an epiphany. Like you hear, like that is songs of the death. That's like, you know, that that is that is it. Yeah, and no one sometimes- knows. Like it's just that tone. Yeah, it's it and like everyone's chasing that, like playing it live or just like getting close to that tone. And, you know, like listen to them live. It's not like it's you know, it's him playing guitar. Like, yeah, it fucking sounds yeah. like that, but like it's yeah. not even identical to the record, right? Because you can't take that like it's a studio environment. You're doing a bunch of weird shit trying to get yeah, the like exactly what you want. Yeah. Right. Our, and our then, EP and then, has an AC fifteen on it. I don't even own one of those. Like Yeah. It, <laughs> and I mean, that's okay. It, it could have wrong? anything on it, right? Like, yeah, yeah you're yeah. you're that's why you're there. That's what you're paying for is like a product that you can be like, this is this is like a finished piece of art. This is this is what we want it to sound like. Yeah. And I mean, there's definitely been bands that have gone too crazy with that shit, and then they go on tour and they're like, What the fuck are we gonna play this stuff? You know? Yeah. But like like we were talking about before then there's there's guys that just go up there with a fucking guitar a tuner and, and a little tiny box and they're like i'll figure it out it's fine well, i'll figure it out because yeah. tones and, and, in the hands yeah whatever and the amp gives 100 <laughs> man and unless you're playing a show of of the cr- a crowd of only nerdy guitar players no one fucking cares and no one fucking True. notices right you know which yeah. is which is like it, it I don't knock the gear stuff because I'm into it and I fucking like it. Oh, and here. I don't ever yeah. want to tell anyone like, don't do that. Right. But like, no, it is yeah. funny because you definitely like, don't have to. Right. You know? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Everyone needs to realize too. It, it, Especially it, these days. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I don't mean to be in that cliche about tones in the hands, but like it really is. And that just doesn't go for guitar players. If you put a drummer on yeah. a kit, and have it tuned like whatever way and take him off, put another dude. It's going to sound completely different. They hit the drums differently. Yeah. They, they, the, pl- the bass player plays, they pluck the strings, they pluck the strings differently. It's all about how they approach it. Yeah, it's, dude, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a, it's a harder. combination of a million things, man. And then they're like, there's definitely like outlying songs with like super weird tones, right? Like, and, and that's kind of its own thing, but like we're talking about 99% of the rest of it, right? Like if you're going to play sledgehammer from Peter Gabriel, like you need flats, you need a fucking octave pedal and you need to play with a, like you've got to kind of put the formula together there to nail it. Right. But like anything else, it's kind of like, is there a pick or is it fingers and just fucking go at it, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's real. 
Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's how, how you do it. And same thing with singers. You get like, you can put someone who's not an experienced singer in front of a U87. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, you could put it through like a $10,000 mastering chain, but you could put like Frank Sinatra with a shitty, like you yeah. can put like some, like you can put any super skilled singer in front of the shittiest fucking $20 Adele. tile mic off of Amazon. Exactly. Adele, beautiful example. Like yeah. she cr- crushes it and like she could make her like talking in the background. Like, it's just about like, it's, it's about the person. It's about yeah. learning your instrument and learning how to play. And anyone can make anything sound great. That's the truth. Oh, yeah. You oh, can't yeah. be elite about gear. And I mean, we can, but in, in a comical sense. Yeah, like absolutely. PV, PV's took its fucking hits and God, <laughs> God bless them. I mean, yeah. I really feel like PV should have took its hits for how heavy those amps are. Yeah, dude. I'm pretty sure yeah. I have a herniated disc helping my friend with his full stack. It was, oh, uh, dude. The, it, it's, it's, um, it's tweed covered like your, like your deluxe. And I, I, I'm telling you, there's easily four or five bodies in it. It feels like that it had like four Alnicos. Like uh, yeah, those things crazy. seem like they're like insulated with like six layers of like sand all throughout. Yeah. Them. It's sand, cement, and anvil for magnets. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why is this so heavy? Oh, my God. Why didn't they get fucking roll? Like, they should, every amp should have had fucking rollers. They should have they had, all should have had wheels and, and yeah. grab handles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Orange, and then the, uh, PV, start doing fucking casters already. Come on, guys. Yeah, get shit yeah. on wheels for us. <laughs> Getting old. <laughs> I've already modified a bunch of amps. Like, oh, no caster. I'll, I'll put a caster in. Like, Guess what? They're going on there. <laughs> four fender casters, 16 bucks. Yep. I re uh, I I uh, redid uh, or I uh, revived this Marshall I got in 2020. This cab in Johnstown. It's beautiful. I got it for 150 bucks. It's a it's a it's a JCM. It's an it's an actual 800 cab. Mm-hmm. It was uh, I think we dated it back to 80, 86 or 87, and. Um, I didn't realize those plastic casters like Mar- I didn't know Marshall cat. I never owned a Marshall until t- 2020 and uh, those casters are plastic. I don't understand how they supported that kind of weight. And uh, I don't like, either. So, though, so that to buy four like casters a- would have been like 120 bucks. They're pretty pricey too. And I, I, when I talked to the internet, they're all like, Oh, they break easy if you look at them wrong. So I was like, fender casters are steel and they're like, they're on, they're on, they're invincible yeah 16 18 bucks i just drilled modified put them in i'm like yeah. i'm not carrying this thing I'll, i i can't do crossfit yeah perfect i just want to i want tone i don't want to you know i don't want to be in a crossfit class <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah man you'll be in crossfit with that eight by ten that ain't cab, happening that cab looks beautiful <laughs> with the grill and everything it's a good time it's a good time i'd love that grill yeah me too for sure it's my fave so yeah, man. It is. What else do you have? Uh, what else you got going on? Anything you got coming up? I know we're um, kind of quiet on the band front. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm writing. I, I kind of would consider it like a rebuilding season. Um, I was working on a lot of material and uh, and uh, kind of needs to be retaught. So I got to work on that. Um, and uh. It, the guitar stuff's always going well for me. There's times where I, I have obviously at our last few practices prior to us playing back again in October, I have some new things, but uh, they're missing a couple. It needs to go back in the oven just a little bit more. Yep. And 
I have a couple of those. All these, uh, yeah, yeah. There's all you always gotta. There's the vault, and then it's the oven. Yeah. And sometimes yep. the, the vault's waiting for parts, and then the oven you're ready, you're trying to bake it into the yeah. one piece. <laughs> you know, the cake together. Um, and otherwise, other than that, I've been obviously you you've known i've been playing with uh emily hopkins the harpist uh on youtube a ton and that's been really awesome and rad and i really love working with them they're really they're really great people her and russ they're they're fucking badass yeah pretty blessed uh, super entertaining (laughs) yeah i love watching your guys videos man Uh, everything you guys have been doing how how did you guys link up so that was really crazy it was um i discovered her channel in 2020 in December of 2020. Um, and I found her playing Minecraft on a poly moon on Instagram as I was just doom scrolling, like, like we all do. Yep. And I fell in love. I liked it. And I followed, like I, I instantly followed and became obsessed with like every, everything she played. Like it was refreshing to hear us being gear people and me Mm -hmm. being definitely a gear head and pedal it was so refreshing to see her play through pedals and hear what it sounded like without playing blues and yeah. face melting shreds. Yeah, I mean, exactly. like that's what gets me so frustrated about the YouTube world on pedal and gear demos. I want to be in a rock. I want to, I'm a rhythm. I mean, I could try to pretend to do lead guitar, but I am a rhythm guitarist first and foremost, foremost. And it's like, <laughs> nice. and, and, and being a drummer, like, I definitely write guitar as a drummer. Like you can almost hear what the beat idea. Like if you ever like see one of the dumb clips I'll post, you can hear the idea I already had in my head. And it's like, so when you want to know what a pedal sounds like and the dude just fucking tries to be Stevie Ray Vaughan yep, for yeah. 18 minutes, I'm fucking done. I yep, want to yeah. know, can, can I hear all six strings when yeah. I play a full chord? How does the low end, how does a high end? Like we, we don't get to find that out because they're just, you know, they're shredding, trying to, how quick get can I get to a fucking squealy note? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I love the fact that you can hear the, the huge range of frequency it, through the effect, yeah. like, because I don't yeah. know how many strings the harp has, but it's like, it's such a, a large it's a range of frequency that you can hear like, Oh, like this is how this like high end is coming out or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just like a super, yeah. I don't know. It just seems very, it is, a, it's, a, a very efficient way to demo a pedal, like an effect pedal, especially like a modulation one or something like that. 47 for sure. strings, it, by the way. Yeah. Holy fuck. It's crazy. That's a lot. <laughs> and, uh, two, I, I, yeah, I, I complain about six. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't I, know. I'm, what, I'm hesitant to get a 12 string guitar. Yeah, and to see her change pedals down at the bottom, mm-hmm. it shifts. Well, yep, it, it does the accidental. Yeah, it, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So uh, she she puts in some serious chops to play that shit, and um, and uh, it it's crazy hearing it in person. She was on her way through to do the J G- uh, uh segment that she Which did. Was awesome. She was. Yeah, it was awesome. There, she was featured on her channel. But when she she stopped on her way back, and I got to play her dusty strings, and to hear how that tonal sound is, it's like it really pushes the envelope to let you know what gear is going to sound like. I yeah. think it does, especially if if you want to know how the low end man that is low as it gets. It's like mm-hmm. like I don't know that sixty hertz to two hundred just like yeah, just comes right at That's you, and it's just like it's and poor Russ has to scoop that out and get it tuned yeah. probably and. 
but uh it's really fun but like how i got hooked up with them was um in uh so in 2020 that's when i found them and uh i i just started to chatter up but i, I didn't really like, reach out or anything mm-hmm. then in march of 21 they did a um producers uh like thing where they're like hey i'm gonna put out this part and you can do whatever you want to it and turn it into a song so this is like a producer challenge uh give it your shot and uh, i like took the part and i decided to like we put it Riley was my, my daughter was hanging out with me as I was doing it. I was putting it through some effects and I got it really Minecrafty. And then I put a rock beat over it. Kind of like, um, kind of like, uh, boy, am I having dementia? I just put a more <laughs> up-tempo rock beat. Like, uh, like we laugh indoors from death cab for cutie. Yeah. And I, I, and I, it was just, it, 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 it worked really well, but it, it, did. it really caught them off guard and they didn't expect that and they really dug that and they're like hey do you want to do some more drums like this or like have some try to take out shots at stuff and i'm like yeah absolutely and it's we've been doing that since and it's been super fucking rad it's they're awesome and and it's cool because uh the way the formula is uh, i'll usually write stuff first and she writes to me and uh i always get some she gets surprised by whatever i give her and then i get surprised by whatever she gives me back so it's really cool working from afar like that i love that's awesome i man. love that's gotta be, you play drums go on dustin hey thanks man yeah it's just got to be like so creative like such a weird creative like process to be i don't know involved in something as like crazy as that you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's gotta like just help out in other ways to like get the, you know, whatever, get the juices flowing of like creativity. Like, I don't know. It, it's, I I'm obsessed with like that, like all the things that she's up to. Like, I think it's so fucking cool. It is. It is. And it just keeps like, they're, they're up to their gills in work right now. And, yeah. And things and like, yeah, it's they're, good, they're man. on their way to Cal- for them. Yeah. They're on. Yeah. It's great. They're on their way to California for another thing I can't talk about right now, but like, uh, I'll probably eventually be on YouTube soon, but yeah, oh, they yeah. just keep going on to bigger things. And, uh, it's super cool. But honestly, like I always tell them and it always warms my heart when I see in the YouTube comments, um, it always gets like really weird references to other bands. Like the one got re- referred to like the mercury program. One got referred to like the apple seed cast. One got referred to boards of Canada. And I was okay. just like all these ones after another, after another, I was like, Oh, that's really cool. Like yeah. the, uh, someone said the clip from, um, uh, from, from the even tide. She took a lot of shit because of how much that even tide costs. And yeah. I tell those people like, like, listen, like she's an instrument like of the whole scenario she's she's showing you what the pedal can do can do yeah right. and yeah it's just like like i i mean anyone that knows even tied like a pitch factor is 500 bucks so yeah. it's like you know it's like uh even tied isn't a known for making like really affordable like it, but I, isn't I, that I don't the know. whole Some people point are just, is to get somebody yeah. like her to like show you what it is and what you want it's like, it can, oh, yeah. That, what that it, what can it thing. do? That's a good investment for me because, yeah, you know, yeah. like, and some, yeah, yeah, some people will hear and be like, that's that's not for me. Uh, yeah, you know, same like same thing with drives and fuzzes. Right. Like, I love them all, but then again, there's ones that are so harsh. It's like I, I don't know if I can pull that off. Yeah. You know, and Dude, that's why like, that's why I got the Russian muff is because I yeah I didn't. 
I just didn't think. Wolves. Yeah, I didn't think the <laughs> the, <laughs> the other ones. The green wolves. I could That's make why I love the greens. Yeah, I My like buddy Evan talked me. I like good. I like the orange one you have. It's good, but uh, he, he well, me being a diehard Smashing Pumpkins fan, um, I wanted to get it just in case it would ever discontinue it. Then I'd be like, right. I can't. Plus, in in twenty twenty, I got that eight hundred. And that's what Corgan used in the early nineties for Gish and that. So I was just yeah. like, so my brain started like the gear started to turn. I'm like, I could buy this pumpkin pie for 80 bucks and I could start making Gish. Yeah. <laughs> I could make these cool Gish tones. Great when you and it, it, it doesn't go good at all with the Marshall. It's way like, it's like, it's like my bloody Valentine, but way too harsh. Yeah. Through and, the music, man. It sounded great though. Music man, great. Fender, fantastic. It's a really good drive. But man, your green, the green muff is my favorite. It it has the meat, right? Yeah. It's the T bone steak. It is. It's the rib. It's the ribeye of the muffs. It's you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Your, yeah. You know, I, I love there's it. There's all different kind of flavor of muffs, but I barely but use back it. Back to her and them. But yeah, go on. Yeah, that's okay. Um, go, yeah, no, right, I, I love muffs. Like. Yeah, we could talk about but, uh, Big Muffs all day. <laughs> muffs all day, I know. We'll bring you back for the Big uh, Muff episode. The Big Muff episode, yeah. We, we really do. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we could do a segment of just like, on this record, this is a, uh-huh. a Rams head, yep. a 70 Rams head. This one is the op amp that Billy used. This yep. one is the green, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, I really respect Emily and Russ for what they do because they really try to and especially uh, like in the last year you've watched your, their videos evolve and just like get more creative of trying to make shit interesting. And it's, it's super cool, yeah. but it's, it's crazy to see like uh, them try to take on effects. And I honestly, when you think about it for gear, for people that do gear reviews and try to get creative with it, that's hard. That's really it's, hard. It's gotta be man. Yeah, dude, for sure. Cause when it when was you watch so refreshing it, when I first found her videos, because it was exactly. like everybody kind of sticks to a similar formula. You know, yeah, and because that's that's in your wheelhouse. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like we know what RJ, uh, that RJ dude's gonna yeah. do. He's gonna fucking face melt for 15, 16 <laughs> minutes. That's cool. He's great at it. I'm not trying to shit on him, but but like if I need to know how a drive sounds great being shredded, I'll look that dude up. Yeah, you know. If, yeah. And uh, but then you got people that try to get across the board. You got people like Pete, uh, Pete Thorne. Uh, doing his cool stuff, which he, he, he'll, I, I appreciate his, like he'll, he'll try to give you a base rate of like, this is the palm muting. This is the tone of this. This is pushing it. This is dialed back, yeah. you know, but then I, then I get super, I get super turned on by like people like living room gear demos, dude, who just nails that Queens. He could do every, any pedal and turn it into Queens. Yeah. And I don't care because I, I, he's got great style. I love his guitar playing. But there's there's guys on there that do really great that and then maybe it's it's like that's the kind of music you like you know but there's something about that goddamn harp like whatever she plays her I I like it. <laughs> but there's there's nothing else that's ever been like you've never seen anything like that so like every video you're just like yeah well one it's such a like I, I don't know what I would I have no clue how to fucking play a harp so like yeah. also I'm always just staring at it like. I, you know, take all the pedals out of it, and I'm I'm still just like, man, that thing's fucking cool. Yeah, like it is. how do you do that? It you is. know, it is, 
It is. It's so cool to hear it in person beside you. I can't oh, imagine. I can't imagine. It's mesmerizing. It's the mesmeriz- mesmerizing it sound to begin with. I can't. Uh, yeah. Just like a clean harp, it is. you know? Yeah, it, it is. It's very, uh, it's very soothing. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's weird. Well, that's cool. But man. I, I mean, dig it when she gets, I, I dig it when she likes, there's stuff that she can, again, like what, what, like what we do with guitars, but it's, it's different. Like when you hear like stuff get very, like into the ether and very, it, it's just very atmospheric. Mm-hmm. And then there's shit that gets so fucking gritty and dirty and like just fucking, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. 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 Those low notes, though, it really <laughs> For sure. always makes, I'm like, oh my God, that effect sounds so cool. <laughs> yeah. It does. Yeah. It's crazy. There's times where they'll tell me though it's just like man, I don't, like they'll get sent stuff. We're like, we don't know how we're gonna use. It. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, man. And that's what that's where the real respect goes to them because they're they're really trying to. You're, you're put in a box and they have to fight their way out of it, and they do it every single time. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen one that I wasn't, you know, really exactly. Into, so, I mean, sure. Jess is all about it. She's like, that shit is so cool. It's. Yeah, it's cool. I'm sure and it's funny. I'm sure and it's, it's refresh- refreshing for her to like not just see, I don't know, whoever else demo- bore- demoing a guitar yeah. pedal. Like, yeah, Tracy gets really upset when I watch a bunch of guitar pedal demos in a row or uh, recording things or mixing things or like tests. Like, I'll watch, yeah, exactly. I'll watch Beata. all that shit. Like, I'll watch Eric Valentine talk for two hours about speaker placement and like low frequency <laughs> degradation. And she's like, fucking shoot me. And I'll be like, <laughs> I'm like, but didn't you know, like 60 Hertz travels. It takes like 16 feet of treatment to slow down a 60 Hertz bass wave. And, she's and like, they're like, no, I don't care. <laughs> I was like, well, now I know I can't fix the low end in this room. So at least I know that. <laughs> Let's watch Law and Order again. Yeah, yeah. same thing, man. We'll be watching stuff, and then I'll, I'll sneak a base video, and it's like mm, I'm gonna go read. I'm like, all yeah. right, <laughs> like you don't yeah. want to stick around and listen to eight minutes of some guy turning knobs on a fucking weird <laughs> pedal that you know I'm never even gonna buy. <laughs> yeah, like don't you want to know the difference between this ten and this twelve? What the bass output is? Or yeah, the, right. But the free frequency. If you wait is? around sixty seconds, he's gonna sweep that whole whole knob from from left to right. Man, come on. Yeah. So, dude, listen to this bass overdrive. Listen to that growl. Yeah. Ah, dude, dude, now I know I need this. So when it's dark glass, it sounds so fucking yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when when Josh Scott was doing all that weird shit with Klons, it's like mm-hmm. yeah, I feel I come down the stairs. You can you're not gonna believe what he's doing now with them. It's like, <laughs> like, like exactly. Oh like, my I, I watch the one over the one. Just I love Josh's. I love the J. I can never say it without sounding like I've haven't had a few drinks. The JHS show. Yeah. Um the like the one that went in depth over the rap pedals like between the yeah. white face and oh, all so the many. others and yeah. i was just like yeah, yeah i didn't realize like it got that deep of a rabbit hole and every time i thought i knew about fuzz mm-hmm. he schools you again yeah there's there's a there's a new one coming out here soon i can't really talk a lot about but okay. uh, i just learned i just learned more about uh, uh early early old school fuzz puddles again i didn't even know about and uh it's crazy shit and it's just like 
you learn shit on that show, not just skit. You do, like, yeah. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's, it's historic. They do, they do an incredible job of like making it entertaining for He's like very not just, informative. Yeah. I love the informative Absolutely. shit. The history stuff it makes yeah. me mm-hmm. excited. And he travels too to learn that shit. Yeah, I, know. Like, I just saw him in Japan yeah. recently. Uh I like with their, all those pedal builders. I like their live format. I had a little I love it. I had a I little learning curve. They're so like it. they're killing it. I love the addition They're of Joshua, not Josh, but Joshua. Joshua, mm-hmm. yeah, I got hair. And he has a master's degree. I got hair. I got hair envy of that guy, man. Like, <laughs> I know he's great, dude. Uh, I, even even the ones where they AB AB and like they yeah, don't let you I, know which one yep. it is. It's great mm-hmm. to fool you. Is this the cheapo or is this the real fucking deal? And I I love that Josh is not afraid to like let you know, like, hey, you know, like don't kill, don't don't have you know a credit card statement over yeah, yeah. over the tone like, right. Don't, right you don't have to like you know get divorced over this clon you know yeah 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 it was like this pedal's you know 40 bucks it's you know it's a cup of coffee like go buy this one like you don't need that yeah. one you know which is for great sure. i laughed so hard when emily didn't when emily didn't care for that clone yeah <laughs> the real this is this number two i was just like you know not many not many people get to play through that thing. exactly yeah uh, i begged russ i'm like you need to have her if they'll let him put that fucking harp through that sub tech over there like right oh <laughs> dude russ was like he's like yeah yeah sure i'll i'll, I'll tell but <laughs> I'm like, dude, I even said it in the chat. Like, like, hopefully someone would like try it. Like, hey, yeah. everyone, just try stuff. I'm like, try that soft tech, dude. Let's please, hear. Let's, please. Yeah, let's, please uh, give us yeah. soft tech wonderfulness. Yeah, exactly. Let me hear some Russian harp. Russian Cold War harp. Yeah. <laughs> Cold War martialness. But oh anyway, God. But it's cool shit, though. But no, I greatly appreciate their channel, and I think they're awesome. I think they do great things, and I, I hope more channels try to follow suit and to like, yeah, just try to reinvent the wheel and just be innovative and funny and refreshing. And you know, we need that for sure. For sure, we don't need we don't need no more leads. And I, I and the other thing too, like we all we all love to jam. I love how they always just love to fucking jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. come on let's jam this one out let's jam this one up it's crazy 10 shit. minutes it's later freaking the captain's doing a solo with chappers or whoever you know for sure that's some like old school see that's the thing <laughs> the, yeah. that that channel specifically it was like super entertaining to me when i first got into gu- guitar youtube and then like yeah after a while i feel like the algorithm really like I don't know. I just feel like the algorithm changed because when I first got into like, I hate the algorithm watching pedal demos and shit and like figuring out what I wanted to build my rig with the, it used to just recommend like gold like that, like very interesting, random yeah. people from all over the globe doing music stuff. Yeah. And it yeah. really doesn't well, do that it, anymore. It's like, no, yeah, they changed it. Uh, Beato of playing is in my algorithm a lot. And I don't really even, because a lot of the stuff he says is over my head. So I don't watch a lot of it, you know? So it's like, yeah, I just feel like YouTube has gotten a little strange with it. They changed the algorithm from looking at what video you're watching and suggesting the next one based off of that to like a more general of your entire search history 
kind of thing and then also mixed it in with like trending Even if you didn't watch it exactly yeah <laughs> and, and, and then also like mixed it in with just like generally trending channels or videos which is why like I'll be watching something and then some shit will come on that I've like never even seen, which is like, like very rarely is cool that you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I would have never like clicked on this, but like most of the time it's so not, I'm like, what the, like d- stop playing this. Like, I wish there was a button. Like do not ever fucking recommend this again. I don't want to hear it, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. But it's just based off of like what's popular based off of like six other things you clicked on rather than it used to be like, I'm watching bass pedal videos, right? And it's yeah, just going to yeah. look at that's what's on the TV. That's what I'm going to play next. And that yeah. fucking worked. That's what everyone liked. Like it yeah. can't be that fucking hard to bring it back. Uh, it, it's so it's so bad to the point now where it's like it's broken at a level where if you I'm a big fan of well even though I'm, I'm about to complain. Uh, I'm a big fan of YouTubing from my living room through my console through like, mm-hmm. you know, like just like just chilling, relaxing. I, I barely watch cable. And so I, I, I'm, I'm a YouTube premium. I can't deal with the ads. I'm not going Same. to. Yep. And, uh, w- w- that family plan, we got it like three years ago. It was like 15 bucks a month. And then plus you get your music service yeah. up to like what, five or six accounts. So it was just like, it was a no brainer. So like my family, everyone, cannot have to worry about the ads. We have a YouTube music service sucks, but it works. Mm-hmm. And you know, but, uh, it is what it is. But like the thing that gets me mad is like when you try to like just scroll through videos, it will preview them and it'll instantly think that that's what I want to watch next. Yeah. Yeah. And just because I read what the headline said for an MSNBC thing. Now it thinks I want to be fed all, this, all that shit. Yep. All like yeah. all the NBC, or MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News garbage. I'm not going to get political, but I'm just saying, like, just because you wanted to know what what factually happened at said event or yeah. said like 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 just because like okay, let's say uh, uh, for you know, God forbid, like this happens every ten seconds, but there's a new shooting and you're just trying to hear what the details are. All of a sudden, it thinks you want to watch Fox News constantly, constantly, yeah, eat all that. And that like, like all, all the networks. And it was just like, so I like, anytime I see them try to like come up, I'll quickly scroll past them. Like, like, nope, yeah, like someone asking me for there. money. Like, you can, uh, like, yeah. like don't ask tough. me for money. I'm out of yeah. here. Yeah. It's, like, it's like Jehovah's witness. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. We, we gave it the office. So it's just like, <laughs> I, I just avoid it. And it's, you know, but it's other ones. Same with the Instagram stuff. Like there's things that I, I love and I like, and I follow and they get buried because again, like you said, what's popular and yeah. then I'll miss all the, all my friends posts that I love. I get, I, I realize I'm like 10 posts behind not seeing them or liking them. I'm not saying I have to like them, but right. like, I know yeah, we I want to, I want to like, yeah, I want to scroll through and see what I'm following. I want to see, exactly. I want to see like what's happening you in your life. Yeah. But just because I love memes doesn't mean I want to read you know, scroll meme accounts the entire day. Yeah, I yeah. want to see what's happening in my friends' lives. And exactly. And on the YouTube thing, it's like uh, my fucking lawnmower needs fixed. I watched two videos to try and figure it it's... out. Now it thinks I'm a lawnmower mechanic. Like exactly. No, exactly. Oh my god, the Facebook algorithms are so I'm, bad. I'm so what's I wanted exactly. to watch that one video and that's it. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out of the lawnmowers. Like yeah. now I'm watching other stuff. Play more of that shit. And it's like here's fucking Randy's garage yeah. again. And you're like, what the fuck is this? And I don't care. All, 
and they all share your data. They all yeah. share your data. And just because I watch like and a this drum is what's wrong with the new Mike's... Craftsman mower. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And just because I watched like uh, someone do drum tests on like an interface in a room somewhere on YouTube, all of a sudden it's be- it's recommending me these twelve thousand dollar mics I'm never going to buy. I can't oh, yeah, buy because hey, you watched that video with those AKG C12s in there. I'm like, yeah, but I, I can't afford that. I mean, I wouldn't be on fucking Facebook if I could afford that. Should I be? They can hit records like like it, exactly, the algorithm is yeah. busted. It's so it busted. And the second you th- even think about something, it's trying to sell it to you. Yeah, it it's sucks. fucking annoying, so, man. Like, and in ways like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be oxymoron about it. Like I'm gonna argue for it. I like that it suggests me things that I would want to buy, but mm-hmm. it's like so whoever works over there needs to get this algorithm shit right. Because like, I like that I see advertisements of things I'm interested in, but you don't need to fucking bury me in them and trying to constantly get me to buy stuff. That's just not feasible. You already have a demographic on me, you know, like you, and like right now I've been researching like the, the durability and read write speeds of external SSDs. Now all that's all I'm going to see on fucking Facebook. When I scroll, I'm going to see like every single external NVMe drive, like it's gonna I know I already know it's coming. Like it's it's it sucks. I'm so fucking over it. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. It's it's so weird that this is like even problems a thing, in like, 23. I'll, I'll actually prove I'll prove uh, one more of how bad the Instagram one is broken. Yeah. I love I love gym mishaps. Okay. But now it thinks I love gym injuries. Yeah, okay. And uh, I I am like I so like Tracy, like, like I showed, I proved it to her the other day. Like there was a real funny gym or like, like where the dude's doing the Spider-Man thing, hanging upside down or, uh, someone like, you know, just they, they, they shit themselves or they piss themselves trying to do a deadlift. <laughs> but then like right after that, as I'm scrolling down, I saw, I see someone's knee blow out. Like, I don't want to like, uh, see, uh, I'm uh. not, Tom, I'm not Tom Segura. I, I don't get the pleasure. <laughs> I love Tom Segura, but I love it. Like I love this comedy, but I don't want to see, I, I don't take pleasure in watching people get hurt. I, I love watching mishaps happen. I love watching it. Like a guy who couldn't barely get the, the bar back on the, on the rest, you know, on the hook. I like that uh. shit. I like where, you know, like real close calls. I like funny, th- but I, don't, I hate, but now it thinks, it thinks I'm obsessed with injuries. hundred percent. Yeah, dude. And it's, it's like, it's so bad. I like watching people fall down. I don't like yeah. people watching people like almost die. Die. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I like, I like a silly fall down, like a, a trip yeah. and fall. Like I love that. Oh, and you fucking smacked your face off of, yeah. okay. That's like funny to me. I love that shit. The it's like, it, it's, desensitizing yeah. you, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, and it's in a range that we don't want to be. Again, it's a range yeah. of like you've you, taken like, it too far, like far algorithm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, it's it sucks. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully I, they fine tune it. It makes me like hesitant to look at stuff for long. You're listening, so you, you doom scroll faster. <laughs> They are and the, the TikTok, the TikTok one is my TikTok algorithm is fucked. It thinks I just want studio shit and gross shit all the time. But just because I laugh at some like, like a weird person, like talk about their bad ER visit, 
and then talk about how they contract contracted STDs. And it was just weird. It was awkward. Like you shouldn't have talked about this. I mean, I'll like it, but then, and now it's like, it'll, it'll give me all these doctor ER things after like, yeah. it thinks I'm You're obsessed like- with doctors consults. I'm not like this weirdo who's probably on drugs. Just talked about their ER trip and yeah. how the, yeah, they have syphilis and all this funny shit. And, but like now it thinks oh, I, I, I want MD. medical expert advice. It's, it's crazy shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, 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 they, all of them need like a reset button, you know, like I just For had to sure. look some stuff up to like actually do some research. I don't want to ever see that shit again. I want a reset yeah. button, you know, I, know I also don't want great. it to wipe out everything else I've ever done. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, can I just get a fucking Instagram refresh real quick? Like, just put me back to like whatever, you know, give me yeah. the most but, recent shit and let it roll. But the weirdest feeling in the world I'm sorry. I keep going on forever. But, Go, but man. The, thing yeah, is, you're fine, the weirdest thing is we're like an hour and 39 into this. So I, I'm sorry. We can be done whenever you are, bud, man. It's all right. I'll, I'll end it here shortly. But the, the, even though I'm turning this into the Lord of the Rings length, but like the, <laughs> the funniest part is when you realize how garbage the social media platforms or just platforms in general are is like when you go to YouTube and you didn't sign in and yeah. you see like what they're just posting you on the very front screen. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. cause every once in a while my devices sign me out for some reason. And it's yeah. like, Oh, this is what it looks like when you have no algorithm and you have yeah. nothing. And, and it's, it's just trash. nonsense. It's, 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 it's awful. It's, oh yeah. It's like it's, kids playing with Legos, makeup tutorial, uh, like Mr. Beast. Like it's just, it's exactly. all over the place. Very fl- yeah. Very, uh, lavish living, uh, yeah. hype life YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Don't forget about that cooking video, bud. Oh, dude, all the yeah. cooking videos. <clears throat> yeah. Too. Yeah. There's this <laughs> really it. good one. I'll end my YouTubing this on this. Uh, there's a, there's a dude that he, he's really good at pushing single, uh, being single and forever lonely and depression in a comical way. Uh, Henry's kitchen. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with comedian Henry Phillips. Mm. He he does these really bad. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, Henry's Kitchen. They do like the he does these cooking shows, but they're really very low budget, like poorly filmed. Poorly, it's all done on purpose. It's intentional. But he drives home like the super sad, like 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 dinner for one. It's really like it's always going to be just dinner for one at this, the rate he's going. It's great. And, that sounds uh, awesome. He, writes, he plays really sad, sad fucking music <laughs> during the transitions and everything. It's it's beautiful. Is he uh, making like watch- is he making sad food or is he making like some banging he's a, shit? But like no, it's it, just a sad it, it's, undertone. It's uh it's really bad made food. It's poorly made. And it's usually if there's anyone involved, like a neighbor or the landlord or whoever, they usually end up hating it or he hates it. He won't even eat it. And <laughs> it ends up getting thrown away. And then it ends in uh, the real sad music again, uh, which he writes because he's also a musician. But uh, dude, it's beautifully done comedy. And he's kind, he's not blown up, but like his uh, his he's doing twitch now and it's starting to gain some momentum but like um when i say blown up i'm not talking like i'm talking like a million subscribers like yeah he's definitely got a cult following and i'm one of them okay because it's just it's so it's the, the depression it, it's so the sadness is so comical and he nails it and the food like go like 
he does he tries to do, he tries to do like uh, a french bread that's just nuked to the fucking pan <laughs> the whole pan gets thrown away <laughs> then like like there's the, the french bread it's it's amazing it's like it's its own sculpture like it's like that kind of greatest stuff and it's just like uh, every single meal it's probably easily 30, 40, 50 videos and every one of them, they're home runs. They're oh, that's awesome. I cannot wait you're to right. check Cooking that out. Shows, for sure. That's but I, I'll chill and stop about the YouTube stuff there. Uh, I mean, we, I could go on forever. I watch, yeah, I watch cooking shows. I have no business watching and like people making shit that I'm like, I will never even come close to this. And I watch it religiously. Like I'm some, like I'm fucking weirdo. Like I'm actually going to try it one day. Yeah. You know? I, I could probably <laughs> hydro dip something. Yeah, <laughs> I can reverse sear this. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Joe Rogan will pat me on the back. He's got my back. I've, I've heard. I've heard how to do it. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I see YouTube video. It's fucking fine. Yeah. <laughs> For awesome. sure, it's crazy shit. Well, man, it's been good to have you on. I, uh, I yeah, this has it. been a lot of fun, man. I know. Thanks for I joining us. For, this is, thank you for having me. Very, I apologize how long it was. No, man. No, dude, it's all good, Don't man. Apologize. It's great. I mean, we did an hour with just me and Dustin the last two, so we just assumed yeah. we just assumed it would go longer with the guests. I mean, it's only natural. It's, it's yeah. really easy too. It's easy. It's easy. But, yeah, we chop we, it, yeah. chop it down if you got to. No. Get her out, put her on a diet. No. I, yeah, I think that's the thing, man. Sugar we're just free. trying to be real. Like, we're gonna tell people, like, we're shooting for an hour, but like, if, like, it's up to them. Like, if you want to go, yeah. like, we're yeah. going. But like, I also don't want to be like, hey, can we have three hours of your time? And then there's this yeah. weird pressure of like, you're looking at the clock, and like, even right now, I'm like, fuck, we'd have to go much. Like, for sure. It's just, yeah, we're just trying to keep this it's, thing super. It's really like, easy. It's, yeah. it's 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 a, it's conversation and it's a banter and it's like it could go on forever it's really actually i mean sometimes there's there's people that's like they're a stiff board and they're like okay and that was fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so what else do you want to know about me like yeah i mean and uh that's I, that's, how, that's yeah. how birds uh and, they and that's their uh that's how birds get from tree to tree you know and after oh, okay. the skinheads walked in, we never played a show in Altoona again. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we, we beat that band up. Yeah. It's just like, I, okay. well, what else happened? And well, then they like, like no, yeah. it's really yeah. easy to talk and yeah. make stuff go on forever. Well, that's what <laughs> it's, it's, I had. A, you guys are really easy to talk to. I had a hunch that you would be a good first guest. So thank you for coming on joe it's been awesome i appreciate it buddy yeah home run man yeah. that was great oh, that's great super fun sure. you'll be episode number um, three <laughs> there it is i appreciate it that'll be um, awesome yeah man if there's anything like you want to promote or whatever yeah uh, you know your videos or whatever go ahead and we'll put stuff uh, in the show notes so everyone can uh, check it out um anyone who liked anything I remotely said, or just like that kid's weird or that dude's weird or he's interesting. Um, on Instagram at Lex hit reset, L E X H I T R E S E T. Lex like hit, hit that reset button. And, uh, um, and my band flechette that Andy's in, uh, we haven't, I haven't posted anything in a long time there because, I, I don't why why uh like hey I'm writing songs and like and I'm still writing songs and I'm like and I'm writing some more like no nah, like I'll, I'll we'll we'll hit you up when we're good and ready and we'll floor you with uh some riffage and beats and 
some thrash and uh oh yeah please follow uh foremost obviously follow um follow my other uh musical friends like emily uh hopkins emily harpist at emily harpist emily harpist Uh, check her shit out because she's amazing and i'm so glad i get to play drums with her um that's about it uh follow uh the other people from my band like follow endless mike and the bagel club uh follow them all Oh, awesome, man. Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I think shit. we'll end on the Pokemon. All right. All right. Let's do <laughs> it. Buddy. All right. Cheers, guys. Thanks. See you, guys. See you next time. Thank you Good so night. much. See, See you, Joe. See you, Dustin. See ya. See ya.